Why couldn't have taxes just been taught to you in grade school? Wouldn't it have been easy if they just taught us taxes while we we're learning multiplication, division, subtraction, and addition? We would be so much further along in life as taxpayers if we just had a little bit more education when we were learning about Christopher Columbus sailing the ocean blue. My name is Carlton Dennis, and in this video today, I'm gonna teach you guys tax deductions and how you can go about leveraging the tax code to reduce your tax bill. A lot of this information wasn't taught to you when you were younger. I had to struggle to learning this information and now I'm a licensed accountant ready to teach you how you can save money on your taxes. In this video, you're gonna learn the difference between deductions and write-offs. Let's dive in. In case you're wondering, there truly is no difference between deductions and tax write-offs. Taxpayers and even tax accountants use this word interchangeably. And so I wanna go over what it actually means to take a tax deduction. And many taxpayers think that when they write something off on their tax returns, that that's money coming back to them. And to be honest, that's a myth. I need you guys to know that when you write something off on your tax returns, it does not necessarily mean that that money comes back to you. So what does it mean to take a write-off? What does it mean to take a deduction? Let's talk about it. So what is a deduction? A deduction is not the same as cash. What we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into the iPad and go over how you can understand a deduction and the tax implications of taking a write-off. So to break the myth right now, a deduction is not cash back into your pocket. If I spend $10,000 on my business and deducted $10,000, it does not mean that I'm earning $10,000 back. So we're gonna go over an example right now. So let's just say that we made $50,000 a year on a job, you're a W-2 on that job, you're making 50,000, this is your gross income. If you do not have any other deductions, then you would pay tax on this $50,000 and it would become your taxable income. In this example, your gross income and your taxable income are the same. In order to calculate your taxable income, you will take your gross income minus your deductions and you will receive your taxable income. Now, if we had no deductions, we're gonna pay taxes on $50,000 and we'll pay tax based on whatever tax bracket we fall into. But let's go over an example of what it would look like to actually take a deduction. So let's just say that we had $50,000, but we were receiving a $10,000 tax deduction. Well, then our new taxable income would be $40,000. Anytime as a taxpayer that you are taking a tax deduction, you are reducing the amount of taxable income that you are subject to. And you could be reducing the tax bracket that you might end up following into based on the income you've earned. So the next thing that we're gonna talk about is what are tax brackets? Okay, in order to understand how tax brackets work, we have to understand how tax brackets are calculated. In order to understand how tax brackets are calculated, the government adds up all of our federal and state income, and then we fall into various different brackets. In the United States, there are seven federal tax brackets. You could fall into the 10%, the 12%, the 22%, the 24%. The tax brackets go all the way up to 37%. But one thing that we wanna do for simplicity's sake is understand what could our tax savings be if we were to take a deduction as a small-based business owner. Now, for simplicity's sake, let's just say you're in the 25% marginal tax bracket. In order to calculate what your tax savings would be on claiming a deduction, you would multiply your tax deduction by your marginal tax rate to receive what your tax savings would be. So let's go over an example. 
Let's say we're in the 25% marginal tax rate. Marginal tax rate means that we're not associating our tax rate by filling up each bracket. We're assuming that all income is being taxed at the 25% bracket. So if we had all of our money being taxed at the 25% bracket, what would be our tax savings if we were to have a $10,000 tax deduction? We would take the 10,000, multiply it by 25% to receive $2,500 in actual tax savings. So this would be money that would come back to us in the form of a refund in the event that all tax has already been paid. Understanding tax brackets lets us know how much money we actually get to receive coming back to us in the event that we decide to take a tax deduction as a business owner or as a W-2 taxpayer. I like to think of tax deductions like a rewards credit card. Every time you spend money on something, you get benefits and bonuses back based on the tax bracket you're in. So if I'm taking tax deductions, I would like to look at the marginal tax bracket that I fall into to be able to calculate how much I could receive back in tax savings. This puts a little bit more control on me, the taxpayer, on managing my finances and my expenses. So now that we understand a little bit more about how tax deductions impact us as taxpayers and how the federal tax brackets pay into the amount of money we receive in tax savings, we need to understand how deductions work. So as a small base business owner, we're gonna talk about how you can take deductions that make sense. With a home-based business, brick and mortar business, or any other type of business, a portion of the expenses may become tax deductible. Some of your everyday expenses qualify as business expenses, and most business expenses turn into tax deductions, and we should talk about them. I'm gonna list out for you tax deductions that most W-2 taxpayers spend their money on that small-based business owners are able to write off as being business owners. Part of the reason why small-based business owners are able to write these items off is because as a business owner, you now utilize some of the personal items that you had inside of your business to help make you income. And if you are utilizing these items, they become ordinary and necessary expenses in the pursuit of the income that you wish to make. So let's go over some of the common deductions that you can take as a small-based business owner. What I'll do is I'll list out 10 common deductions that most everyday taxpayers spend their money on that business owners get to write off. Let's start off with number one, the cell phone bill. Every taxpayer that I know has a cell phone because I talk to them. And if you have a cell phone, you probably wanna be able to deduct a portion of that cell phone bill. If your cell phone is used inside of your business for more than 50% of the time, then you can claim your cell phone as a business deduction based on the portion that you're using inside of your business. So cell phone becomes a business expense. Number two, rent and mortgage. A majority of taxpayers are working from their homes or they're renting out a studio or some type of place where they can conduct their business. If you're spending your money on mortgage or on rent and you're using that space, couldn't you utilize that space inside of your business to help generate income for you? Well, this is what a lot of taxpayers are doing to get an additional deduction on their tax returns. Taxpayers are taking advantage of the home office deduction while also being able to take advantage of writing off their rent if they're renting out a space where they're conducting business. If you're a taxpayer that is utilizing a space a WeWork or a home office, you're able to claim the portion of your home that is business purpose as a tax deduction on your tax returns. And this is a deduction that you get to receive year after year over and over again. Contrary to popular belief, home office deductions are extremely popular amongst taxpayers and it's a growing tax deduction that you should not feel afraid to take. Write off number three, car expenses. 
The car expense is a big tax deduction for many taxpayers because taxpayers spend a lot of money on cars. And if you're someone that recently purchased a vehicle, you'll come to know that there are tons of ways that you can write off your vehicle. You can choose to take actual, you could choose to take mileage, and that comes with you being able to depreciate your vehicle, which means writing off the vehicle's purchase price over the course of time. If you guys have any questions on how to write off your vehicle, visit this video here above where it teaches you how to write off your vehicle underneath your business. Let's jump into the next one. Write off number four, the car insurance. Now, many taxpayers are gonna have insurance associated with being business owners, personal liability insurance, business insurance, as well as insurance for their car. If you have an automobile that has car insurance, this now becomes a business expense, no longer a personal expense, if you're utilizing your vehicle for more than 50% business. So we wanna make sure that we're capturing all car expenses, not just the car payments. Number five, electricity. Electricity often gets missed over as taxpayers sometimes will include their home office expenses, but they won't think about the utilities that are associated with having a home office. This includes the gas. If you're utilizing your home office space, that includes some of the utilities associated with your home. The gas bill is a utility expense that you have by being a homeowner that gets to be grouped into your home office deduction. You can also group water into your home office deduction. Electricity, gas, and water are everyday expenses that most taxpayers are utilizing inside of their home working from their home office. I want to make sure that you know that these deductions can also be grouped into your home office deduction as long as you're keeping track of them. All right, internet. Internet's a big one. M many taxpayers realize that their internet bill went up over this past year because they were looking for high speed internet working from home. And if you are one of those individuals that called your internet company to increase your speed, I commend you because faster internet gets deals done. If you have an internet bill, I wanna make sure that we're grouping this into your deductions. Internet's a big tax deduction that we wanna make sure that we're claiming every single year. All right, this leads into number nine, laptop and computer. Most taxpayers who are starting a business have a laptop and they already purchased a laptop before they decided to become business owners. Doesn't mean that we can't take the laptop as a deduction. Your laptop and your computer and any equipment associated with it can be tax deductions for you if you are using them inside of your business. So we wanna make sure that all of these items, laptops, printers, staplers are being included as part of your electronics. And last but not least, eating out. I'm a big foodie, I talk about this in some of my videos. But part of the reason why eating out is gonna become a very big tax deduction for you this year is because the government has extended the CARES Act to allow for business owners to receive a 100% deduction on meals. If you're someone that is out eating meals with potential clients or business partners, or if you invite potential business partners or clients over to your house to have these meals, you're able to deduct these meals that you're eating. I wanna make sure that you understand how you can become a savvier taxpayer, and eating is something you have to do every single day. Why not get creative and turn some of these everyday meals that you have into business meals to help you reduce your overall tax bill. These are the types of deductions that most everyday taxpayers are spending their money on that business owners get to take advantage of. All right, now that we're tackling a couple of subjects, deductions, how the tax brackets work, and really understanding write-offs, let's go over an example of how tracking your expenses can end up serving you as a taxpayer. Let's say that we had Joe, who's a taxpayer that made $50,000 working his W-2 job for the year. And let's say that he was gonna get a tax refund of $1,500. Well, that's pretty nice. But he's already paid tax of $11,500. Well, when you think about it, as a W-2 employee, he's already paid federal and state taxes because he had that withheld on his paychecks. But when you think about it, he really only paid $10,000 in taxes because he received a $1,500 federal refund. So that reduced the amount of taxes that he was gonna pay. 
Now, what if Joe could get back closer to the full $10,000 that he had to pay in taxes? Wouldn't that be nice? Let's continue. Now, let's say Joe has a cell phone bill that he's paying for every single month. And after talking with his tax accountant, he realizes he can allocate that over into his business. And let's say that cell phone bill is $100 a month. Well, that ends up coming out to $1,200 a year. Let's just say that Joe's in the 35% tax bracket. Well, the 35% tax bracket times 1,200 gives us tax savings of around $420. Now, you guys might say, $420 is not a whole lot of money, but if you add up the $420 plus the $1,500 that he's already received in tax refund, we're up to $1,920 in tax savings already. Now you guys can see that just chipping away a little bit more at Joe's tax deductions can end up leading us to getting back closer to that $10,000. And that's what it's all about understanding your deductions and becoming a savvier taxpayer. If you got one step smarter today, I'd like you to do something for me. Feel free to like, comment, subscribe on this video. It'll help out the YouTube algorithm and allow for me to create more videos like this for you. I'll see you guys on the next video.